California Health Podcast. I'm Cindy Lynn, and I can't wait to help you step into your health power. Now, this is the final episode in the series of Healing Your Environment. So far, we've talked about owning your health at home, owning your health on the road, and owning your health in the moment. If you missed any of those, I'll link the episodes in the show notes below, and you can take a listen. So this week, we're diving into one of the most intimate of environments, our body. So what does it mean to own your health in your body? Actually, that's the basis of this entire podcast. Now, I've grouped this topic under healing environments and described it this way to try and give a different approach to the topic, a new perspective. I strongly believe that our bodies should be treated as sacred space and that we should diligently guard our bodily autonomy and carefully consider not only what goes in it, but also who has access to it. And that last statement is a big one. I get that. It's because it's so big that I want to give you some practical ways to think about owning your body, owning that environment. Now, I'm not going to tell you what I think you should put in or on your body, but rather encourage you to consider this new perspective and actively make choices that you are proud to own. As always, I'll give you some examples of my own life and from my clients that will hopefully stir up some ideas. So here are three that you may identify with. First of all, when I talk with clients about being deliberate about what they put in their bodies, I often hear, oh, I know, I should stop eating all the bad junk. To which I respond, well, it sounds like you're not really eating the way that you want to. I encourage people to think about upgrades rather than restrictions. When we own our body, it means owning our choices. And then when we start to dig in, it may not necessarily be what people are eating, but rather how they're thinking about it, or the fact that they're thinking that they shouldn't be eating it. People, women especially, have come to expect restrictions and deprivation equaling health. So how do we honor our body? Well, we do so by making good choices, and we own all of those choices. What does that look like? If you want chocolate, have some chocolate. But eat really good chocolate and enjoy every bite of it. And you may actually find that it doesn't call to you quite as often as when you try and hold out against the urge. And I generally advise, unless people are having very serious health issues, that the 80-20 rule serves us pretty well. It's what you do most of the time that shapes your health and all of your life practices. And there's usually not only no need to be perfect, Often striving for that perfection is what leads to really negative outcomes. So when we think about owning our health, when we think about creating this environment within our bodies, we need to own our choices. And when you think about owning your choice, you can say, you know what? I really, really enjoyed that piece of chocolate, that glass of wine, that whatever it is that you wanted. And I'm not going to make excuses for it. And I'm not not going to feel badly about it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to be deliberate about it. And this is just a real common example when we talk about what, what we put into our body. 
So another example would be consider supplements and medications that you take. Do you know why you're taking everything you've been taking or have some of it been around for so long that you've even forgotten why you started? And this can happen. You hear about a supplement or you have a certain something going on in your body and you start taking medication, even from your doctor. And years go by and you haven't really thought, do I still need this? Am I still having the symptoms from this? Am I still trying to correct something with these supplements or this medication? And it's a really good idea to go through and just refresh yourself about the list. Refresh yourself about the individual items. You may in fact need them or want them. You may want to add to it. You may want to make adjustments and have a different medication. Maybe you've been taking one for many, many years and it's not working as well as it did when you started. Maybe there's something new on the market. Maybe there's other options. Regardless, whatever you take, you want to be very deliberate about what goes in your body. Now, here's a big one. And I, I started with the real simple basic ones. And you're probably thinking, yep, I've heard all that already. And I know that and I should do that. And But that's the framework that I want you to move forward in when you think about this, because this is a big one. When we consider our bodily environment, consider what you allow into your eyes and your ears, because it is just as important as what goes into your mouth. What we watch and what we listen to impacts our feelings and our moods, often without us realizing it. And we can take in um, information, we can take in all of this stimuli, and it shapes and our behavior, it shapes our choices, and it can have great influence. So let's take a positive example. Have you ever been out um, shopping somewhere and you realize they're playing kind of really good music and you don't even realize it, but as you're pushing your grocery cart or as you're looking down racks of clothes, you start singing in your head to the music or your toe is tapping. And it's it's it makes you feel lighter. It makes you feel kind of happy. I've even you know walked around the corner and realized somebody else was sort of singing under their breath the same time I was because it makes you feel good and it lifts your mood. The inverse is also very, very relevant and very, very common. We can hear news stories, we can hear life events of other peoples, we can hear all kinds of things that give us a real negative feeling that bring us down, brings our energy down. I, um, it's very controversial for a lot of people, but I don't watch the news. Um, we don't have TV most of the time. We have Wi-Fi, we do streaming, but I don't listen to the news because based on the bias, and I'm not talking about political bias or, or news bias, but based on our human brain wiring bias, negative news elicits a greater response. And so news stories tend to be negative. Now, they may highlight one feel-good, one happy story, but most of the things that you hear about are bad. If they're on the news, it's because they've already happened, and you really can't do anything about them. So listening to bad news that you can't do anything about will make you feel bad, 
without an antidote. So next time you're listening to the news, next time you've got the radio turned on, next time you've got input that is negative, really think about if that's what you want to choose to pull into this sacred space, into this environment. And a lot of people are really attached to knowing, I have to know what's going on in the world. I have to know if there's earthquakes in California. Well, if you have family out there and you're concerned, you're going to hear from them. You're going to hear about it. And you'll hear things that pertain to you. But I also question and invite you to question if you're so accustomed to listening to these negative news stories and the excitement that's created around it because you're used to the dopamine hit, because you're used to getting wrapped up in those feelings of, oh my gosh, the climate's getting worse and pollution's getting worse and the economy's getting worse. And all. okay, those things are going to go on whether or not you listen. And if you don't take in negative influences information, you have much better chance of living a positive, inspired life on your own. So it's not sticking your head in the sand. It's choosing what you take in based on how you want to feel and how you want your mind and your emotions to work. Again, if you're immediate if your immediate instinct is to rail against this and say, I have to watch the news at least once a day so I know what's going on in the world, think about why you're watching it. Or watch it very intentionally saying, okay, how many bad news pieces are there versus good news? And how much of it is generating excitement over things that have already happened and happened yesterday and happened the month, month before and have, have been ongoing? Just take notice and see if you can sense some of that feeling in yourself. Thirdly, or the final example that I want to share with you, is that you can decide who has access to your personal space and your body. You can decide if and how you want to be touched. Now, notice if you like experiencing big events with people all around you, or if you need more personal space and you're not comfortable being places where people are bumping up against you or, or you might get kind of uh, pushed around in a crowd. Do you like to give and get hugs? Some people do. Some people don't. There's nothing right or wrong about either. But in this spirit of owning your environment, of owning your body, I encourage you to take notice and honor what you are most comfortable with. All of these things that I've talked about is, is just some quick little examples here, make up the environment of our body. And I encourage you to think about them as well in your life and other spaces that you, other influences that you may have, other things that you allow in and if you're doing so, absolutely do it deliberately. And if it's not something you like, if you realize that you are letting stuff in that is not serving you, then go ahead and make some changes. Now, this wraps up our mini series on owning your health by owning your environments. 
And if you're thinking, I really want to make some changes, but like a lot of us, you kind of worry about how family and friends or people around you are going to respond. I encourage you to grab a copy, free PDF, I'll link in the show notes, on how to communicate your desires, especially about your health, while keeping your privacy. Now, if you like these episodes, please share and rate them. I would really appreciate that so more people can hear them. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, let's own it. The information contained in this podcast is provided for educational purposes only. It is not intended as medical advice. I am a nurse, but I'm not your nurse. Please to your personal health care provider for any concerns.